All right, all right, all right. Welcome to We Are Something Else, episode 113. Best interests. And we're back for another week. Uh, it's your boy Kaleo. There's CB, DZ Rich. Fellas, what's good with you? Yo, 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 bro. What's up? Man, look, I can't call it. Another week, another week, fellas. Um, how's, how's everybody's week going? Feels like it's kind of flying by. Um, but. You know, I'm uh, it was like my first week back from vacation since I was mostly on vacation last week. Um, right. And obviously two weeks ago, y'all know I wasn't around. So um, just getting adjusted back to being at work. It's kind of just been a blur. That's what it's felt like. Absolutely. He was good with you, bro. <sighs> Man, it's feel like it's been a long week, bro. Uh, work is definitely kicking into overdrive for whatever reason. <laughs> But uh, it's definitely time to, to definitely uh, get a good vacay in for a few. Um, other than that, man, you know, glad to be up on it. And uh, and uh, let's go. Let's get Shout it. out to Brother Rashad. Happy birthday to you, brother. This one, this one's for you. You know it's going to be a show when Kaleo's sipping on something. Uh, so... Where do I start with my week? Uh, let's start with the last pass. <laughs> 48 hours <laughs> to a week or so. Um, so, okay. Where, where, can, where should I start? Okay, so. I've had the... I've had company in my house last past week or so. Uh, but it's one of those type of company guests where, you know, uninvited guests. And... I, I couldn't quite figure out what was happening here, right? Uh, but at a certain point, I noticed every day at 9 o'clock, my guest would uh, alert me that he was home from a long night of partying. And um, even to the point where, like, Sunday, he threw a, um, a football game, football party, and didn't invite me because he was up there partying. Um. So, and I was trying to figure out what portion of the house it was in. We tried to figure out, you know, is it an attic or, but by the sound of it, I had come to the assumption or figuring it out where it's between the two floors. Somehow something got in the house in between the two floors. And at that point it was just, it, it had to go, right? Couldn't figure out what it was. Too heavy to be a mouse, too, but too, you know, I was, I was, I was leaning on a squirrel level of, of a squirrel being in my house, right? So, shout out to Black Business Series. I gave my man, um, BJ from uh, Lane's Termite Pest Inc. a call, and I was like, yo, bro, I need you to come over here and check out this, uh, the situation we got going on over here. Uh, something's in the attic. Well, in between floors, in the ceiling, could be a squirrel, could be a mouse, could be something else. I'm not sure. Um, but every day at nine o'clock, it's letting me know that it's around. So he comes over. And of course, it's like when you go to the doctor because you're sick and then you have no symptoms when you go taking your car to a mechanic because it's acting up when you get there. There's nothing wrong with the car. Yeah. Well, he gets here. It's quiet as a church mouse. Well. It's quiet in here. I don't use that analogy anymore. Um, so we go, you know, look around. He goes in the attic. Nothing. 
He said your attic is solid. There's no way anything could get in your attic because of there, there's no light being there's no light coming from anywhere in here when I got the lights off. Okay. So we go outside. Really don't see a point where there could be any kind of openings, but you know, there's small little cracks and crevices. So he seals that up with some foam, right? Get that going. Okay. Um, and then we go in the house, and then he goes in the fireplace, foams that up, seals that up, any cracks, perfect. All right, cool. Uh, and then I have an access panel in my wall next to my um, fireplace where my fuse box is or my circuit board, whatever, my, my, breaker, my breaker box is. Okay. So we look inside of there. He says, nah, there's probably nothing in here I can do. You know, I, I don't see anything in here. Okay. Cool, but it's in that area that I hear it every day. He just can't see, you know, if there's something there. Okay. So he leaves, and uh, the kind of the solution we came up with is probably have to cut a hole in the ceiling to just go right there where the the the, con the point is, where I know that, that whatever it is is there. Set some traps. We'll see what's up there. He says, because every day, if it's at a pattern, it's nesting. It's preparing something. I figured Thanksgiving's coming up. Maybe he's throwing a big Thanksgiving party. Um, you know, he's got some guests coming from out of town, perhaps. So a couple days go by, right? And we just, uh, and we're still trying to figure out a plan. Like, hey, do we go on the roof. What are we going to do? The ceiling, whatever, and nothing. So the next one morning, a couple, I guess a couple days after he left, I was like, I'm going to get close to the wall and figure out if I can hear a pattern of like where it's going in and out of. So I can tell him what's happening. I get close to the wall. Let me just, I can't paint this picture for you. I'm just going to show you as I, um, as I go to the wall, what happens. Yeah. In that panel, I'm, I'm going to play that again. There is a little, In and out of that, that right there. So that right there, seeing walking up on that, not expecting to see that because I hadn't seen any of that before. If you ever want to hear a grown man shake, you know, shaking in his knees, and yeah, that right there is enough to freeze a crow back because you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I hadn't had never seen that, but to that point, yeah, I'm like never. And so I'm one more time, one more time. Yeah, you see that E? Yo, these, uh, e, these little mute. fingers, you're man. Mute. E, you're mute. What nah, I can't. I can't see it on my side. You can't see it on your side. Nah, CB, you can see up. it. I can see it. I can see it. Oh, okay. like, you on your phone, right? Maybe that's why. Okay, just watch the playback. Anyway, so <laughs> I see that, and immediately I text BJ, call me ASAP. Like we have, we have. A point of a connection right here where this thing is coming from <laughs> all right he doesn't say anything so i call him i was like bj uh i see a foot a black ass foot coming out my wall he's like oh <laughs> then he was like um where's it as i said like, the access panel i was like but the thing is i don't know if we put it back on tight enough so it might be to the point where it might knock it off the wall if it gets crazy enough he's like, all right well get some tape and get go to the panel and tape the wall down so it won't move. I was like, what? 
do what? How how close am I supposed to get to this? Because at this point, I'm at this point, I'm, I'm down the street calling him because I'm not in the house anymore. I'm like, whatever. And so, anyways, he's like, yeah, tape it down. I was like, eh, I don't know. But of course, uh, at this point, I go outside and get a shovel just in case we have a standoff in the house. Because uh, then at this point, I'm trying to figure out what it is. And so I, I talked to, I'm, I got Rashad on the line and along with uh, Quetopel, my dear friends, right? And we are on a, a group chat. And this is what I get out of the, let me see if I can find it. Out of the group chat. This is this is what John Quetopel does to me. This is Quetopel support in our group chat. <laughs> he puts on what is a rat or a mouse or some type of furry animal filter. He's a plump fool. During our conversation, right? So, anyways, BJ comes back. He brings a whole squad with him. They, of course, the thing is making noise all day. He pulls up. They're still making noise. He comes in the house. Quiet. Like they know. Right. So he go, opens up the panel. Nothing. Puts some nuts down to lure it down. Nothing. Okay. So then what he does, he puts the, he, he, he had a couple like outside cage traps. If it came out, you know, to, to trap it there, that was the easy way out for that thing. But he waited his time. They didn't, he didn't show up. He put the glue trap in the wall, sealed it up. He said it'd be a little less than 24 hours. We should have something. Boom. Nine o'clock this morning, right on time. I hear it come down. It sticks his little paw out the hole again. And the next thing I know, it stops. Okay. Then I hear extreme fluttering from the lower portion of the panel where he put the trap at. I was like, oh, we got him. Call him. He came this morning. Got him. Right? It's stuck on the trap. Definitely a squirrel. And bada bing takes it off. So then the paranoia in me sets in. And you start hearing stuff again after it's quiet, after thing is gone. And he's like, oh, it can't be. Can't possibly be. Later on in the day, I hear more fucking fluttering in the wall. There's another one in the damn wall. <laughs> so I called BJ. He's like, hey, you got to get back over here, buddy. Uh, it's got guests. So I don't know if it had a baby because the pattern doesn't fit of, a, of another kind of grown squirrel. Not that I know squirrel patterns. I should know at this point now. Um, whatever it is, though, is looking for something. And um, yeah. So that that's my that's my that's that's what's been going on around here. <laughs> Let's catch up with some of these comments. Drinks up, yeah, yeah. Oh, we did we miss? There it is. Chuck Claggett says happy birthday. Yeah. So, and we're just getting started with it, night, right? All right, fellas, uh, where are we at? Let's let's wrap. Um, <laughs> surprise here. Are you shocked? Did you see this one coming? R. Kelly is found guilty on all the charges. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't think this was possible. I thought he was gonna get it right now. I'm fucking joking. No. Everybody knew R. Kelly was guilty. There was no way in the world, once all these details started coming out about the sick stuff that he was into and doing to people, mostly minors. It was no way he was going to get off whatsoever. So let's pose the question. How do you guys feel about this? Do you feel like justice has been served? Do you feel like 
little too late. I mean, because the damage has been done to a lot of people. Where are we at with this? I think just as a, of course it serves. I mean, now whether it's too late or not, you still want it. You know what I'm saying? You, um, I guess you got to look at it from the side of this is one of those cases where we had already identified that the fool was guilty, right? Way back when he said it wasn't <laughs> when he was, you know, uh, uh, you know, what was it? The Dave Chappelle when I piss on you, you know what I'm saying? So at that point, we already knew what was up, right? Anything new that came out of that whole situation, we knew what we were going to get from that. I think the sad part about it is just at the end of the day, it's always what the new, I think the new culture is, right? Which I don't know if they really had it back in the day. The canceling of the person that is convicted of a crime and not listening to their music because of the crime, right? So it's like, they're not, they didn't stop running the Cosby show on one TV one or whatever networks that they're on. Because regardless of people was convicted. I watched the Cosby show still. Gordon Gartrell episode was on another day. One of <laughs> my favorites. The, the other one, the one where uh, uh, Theo had to act like he had to get the apartment, right? Like you still watch them. One of my they're faves. Still, they're, still, they're still relevant. It's like, it's just being honest, right? Like there's a lot of that. And it's, 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 it's that double-edged sword and double standard when you look at it, right? Because clearly we all got family members that got dirt, but we still consider them family. We still talk to so, them. So people in the comments is watching, are you can are you still even are you canceling R. Kelly's music? Are you are you still gonna listen? To, let's answer that. Would you will you still listen to R. Kelly's music? All if right, you ain't listening to it, you don't know. You you might be listening to it as in he produced it or wrote it, so you never know. You still gonna oh yeah, no, something. there's a lot of stuff out there. People listen. If you like Michael Jackson's most recent stuff before he passed, R. Kelly probably wrote it. Just saying. CB, how you feel? I mean, I totally agree with E from the standpoint of you know you you do want justice served at some point down the line, regardless. You know, you don't want. Um, you know, someone to get away with what he's uh, convicted of, um, you know, <laughs> some terrible stuff. But, you know, for him, it's like it's still not even over because he's got other charges in um, like some other other areas and stuff. So for him, it's like not even <laughs> it's not even over yet. Um, and I think that we live in a world now where there's there's it's almost like uh just polar opposite ends of the spectrum you either have people that will straight up just cancel everything like you, they disagree with one aspect of someone and it's you know that's game over um or you have the other end where it's like hey i can completely disassociate myself from this person as an individual and you know their art or whatever is right. you know that that stands on its own um, there's not too many, I feel like there's not too many examples recently where there's a lot of a middle ground, you know what I mean? So, um, for me personally, I don't run a lot of R Kelly in like the gym playlist or anything like that. That normally comes on when it's like party mode and you got a, a lot of people over at the crib and stuff like that. Like that's when mm -hmm. those mm -hmm. types of jams are coming on. But for me personally, I'm not a huge Robert Kelly 
avid listener. So to me, this doesn't actually impact my uh, my catalog at all. Um, but you know, I think I, I I feel for all the all the young women that have been affected by this. You know, over the decades that this has gone on, because um, they're the ones that you know have really had to to deal with it the most. And I kind of feel like they're actually getting lost in the story because everything's just you know still about R. Kelly himself. Right. And, and, and let's, let's just visit some of these comments. Um, everyone's making a great, a great point. You know, you can't R. Kelly's music. He, he you can't because he has his hands in too many pots. You know, Chuck Claggett says she still listens. Don't tell anyone. We won't. <laughs> uh, major producer of the 90s can't escape the sphere of influence. This is absolutely true. Um, again, I mean, Michael Jackson... Although never acquitted on anything, he's been he's had multiple charges or you know accusations against him, and people are not going to cancel Mike. I mean, even the latest with the baby. I mean, all he had. I mean, he had a lot of issues going on with him. I mean, the smart thing to do is just wait it out, and eventually it'll come back around. Where you know people forget about things because something else always happens on top of it, and you end up forgetting about it. I mean, and then. That's the thing, too. So it's a double-edged sword because I'm not connected to any of these people personally. I'm not connected to Kanye personally. I'm not connected to R. Kelly personally. So as human beings, I'm not connected to Bill Cosby personally. So as human beings, these human beings are probably... We aren't saying that Kanye has been um, accused of uh, the same oh, yeah, things no, no, as we're just Bill saying Cosby that, you know, the and whole, R. Kelly. Right, the whole Trump thing, the whole, you know... Right, the, right, 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 right. When you, when you bring things on a personal level, I'm not connected to any of these people on a personal level because who they are, who you are outside of a movie, you know, I, I love Michael J. Fox's Marty McFly. I don't know him. I don't know Michael J. Fox, who he is personally. But I'm connected to Marty McFly. But again, so I don't know who these people are outside of when they leave a studio. I'm not invested in what kind of mansion they live in, what kind of house they live in, or the type, whatever goes on in their bedroom. But when stuff like this comes out, you can't help. I mean, obviously, this is wrong, for sure. And you realize what type of trash-ass human being this guy is. But damn it, he made he made me dance. <laughs> Like when he put on that persona, like when he was writing, like when he writes music outside of anything, you know, personally on the the music is like, oh my God, like you can't. And I think with the music is what kind of kept him out of trouble for a long time because he was still making money for a lot of people. Funny you say that. Go ahead. Because my analogy for this is going to piss people off, but it's the truth. Go ahead. It's the equivalent of football players, right? They stay out of trouble when they're in the season, but as soon as the offseason comes is when everything happens. Why? Because they don't have nothing to do with themselves, right? They're not in their element of creating, performing, you know, doing those things. And not to say that, you know, we don't know if he was doing this while he was, you know, doing albums, but you would think that somebody in that creative bag, when they're constantly right. having to you don't have time for the bullshit you know what i'm saying and i think it's the downtime is what usually gets people caught up you know what i'm saying right and i agree with that so bill cosby played heathcliff huxtable everyone is connected to dr huxtable bill cosby is the man you know we don't know i don't know really that to for us 80s you know that's all we really knew bill cosby for you know yeah he's a 
He's a, he was a com- he's a comedian. You know, he had some funny stand up. He tried to keep it clean for the most part, but like any of his movies, like I was never co- Ghost Dad. I was never like connected to any of that stuff. Like so again, it, personal levels. You know, it, it I'm not connected enough and invested enough in these people in his personal life to stop watching the Cosby Show because I knew how I felt and how classic the Cosby Show was. I mean, because if I cancel Bill Cosby. Cancel the Cosby show. I'm canceling a different world, which a different world was amazing too. Right. But back to R. Kelly, I want to listen to his music. I I, I have not, maybe it's slipped and I've listened to it, but I'm not ready to listen to it. Not this and, and I probably will when the time is right. I'm not gonna cancel music altogether because I I'm a fan of music and he's had some great music. Chocolate Factory was amazing, uh the 12 play, all that. But then what is stopping me currently is when you hear these lyrics, it you just don't know how connected it is to this personal life. Stuff like it seems like you're ready. Uh, you know, when, most of this stuff is about women and you just don't know the inspiration or the influence behind it. So that right there is, is keeping me currently from listening to it. Not to say that I won't ever go back to it. Go ahead. All right. I agree with the last part of not saying that you'll that you still listen to it, you won't ever go back to it. Because that's the case. That's also, um, I again, I'm here to piss people off, right? Good. So if we if we want to go down this route, I would definitely have CB laughing off of this one. Do you still listen to Luther the same way when you know he was really talking about a dude? I mean, that goes for Elton John too. Elton John's made him. But no, 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 no. But we knew we knew all along about Elton John. We talking about the ones like a Freddie Jackson or like a, a Luther that outside of what you realize. Oh, no, no, because that song that I was grooving to, that I'm thinking of a lady, his whole time in his mind he was thinking of a dude. Does that not change? Once again, disconnect the music from the man. Absolutely. And okay, I'm gonna use the Elton John because I've got I've I've dove deep into Elton John over the pandemic and what about Elton John? I'm, I'm going to get to that point right now. So E brings up the point about Luther, you know, his personal preference of, you know, who he chooses to date. You know, you can probably relate a lot of the songs to what he's singing. He's saying you can relate the music to to on his personal level. But a lot of these songs he probably didn't write. And we know Elton John had a writer, Bernie Taupin, who is very married and very straight. A lot of he wrote a lot of the songs and Elton just sang them. So to me, it doesn't matter. I'm not gonna that that's one of those things at personal level. I don't care if I can dance to it, if I can rock to it, if it makes sense to me, it's amazing music. And I'm just you know, it's funny with R. Kelly, too, because <laughs> what's up, Dave? Shout out, to, shout out to the High Seat Podcast. Those yes. guys gave us a, a lot of shout outs on their live episode today on 49.5 because they're not quite at 50. 49.5, they went live today for uh, International Podcast Day and they gave us a great shout out. So, shout out to those guys. Uh, we love those guys, those are fam. And shout out to Dave again. Um, so you know, R. <laughs> Kelly was integral to Aaliyah's album that, you know, age is just a number album. And it's like, yo, they really went and named it that, you know, and this is why, because a lot of these, his stuff is connected dots. But I tell you what, a lot of y'all listen to Maxwell's fortunate 
from the Life soundtrack, and R. Kelly wrote "Fortunate." Bet you didn't know that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. So again, trash ass human being. Whatever he got coming to him, he deserves it. Um, and again, like he's made some incredible, timeless music, which makes it hard. But one of these days, I mean, he got a song with Biggie. I don't. He's got a he's got a song with Biggie. I'm not trying to like completely downplay it, but there is a YouTube video. There is a YouTube video. I want to say he's doing some benefit in like South Africa or something, and he is out there like just like singing, like kind of just freestyle singing, and one of his lines is like, "Do you want to come?" to america and he's like basically singing about bringing girls back from like <laughs> south africa wherever he's at at this concert this benefit concert bringing them back with him and it's yeah, one of the funniest does. things that i've ever seen in my life right. but at the same time you know it's it's kind of cringy to think about because you just actually don't know what's going on you know what i mean yep yep nope absolutely so the, I mean, this saga will continue. Obviously, we'll see. I mean, because he's getting sentenced. I think they're giving him to twenty twenty two before they put some. Because uh, I think once you're convicted, they give you like the I guess a ninety day cooling off period plus you know before they sentence you. They, te- they technically don't. Most of the time, they typically don't sentence you the same day. So we'll see what's in store for Mister Kelly's fate. And he still got charges against him. And that was Chicago. I think like New York. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. All right. On to this one. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Uh, so, uh, I think last weekend, maybe week before last, there was a protest, an anti-mask protest staged at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And, you know, it's all over social media. It's all over the news. That, it, of course, it erupted, you know, in, in violence, fights, fist fights out in the street because just... The rhetoric around it. Everybody is sensitive when it comes to COVID, when it comes to masks. You have people who take it. There is no middleman. You have it's a hard stance. You're either to the left and you're wearing the mask, or you're either to the right and you're not wearing the mask. There's nobody in the middle who's just teetering. Well, oh, I'm gonna wear a mask today. I'm gonna wear. It. I'm not gonna wear it tomorrow. No, it's a hard stance. When yes, I'm wearing it. I'm not wearing it. So a group of these people got together and decided they were gonna do a sit-in at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Now. The video that I, I tagged you, CB, and E. Rich in uh, was being narrated by, uh, we'll say, a white woman and her and her boyfriend. I don't know the color of him, but I know the woman was white because she made, they were, in, in the rhetoric was that a lot of these mass policies are equal to the policies of segregation. So this woman who's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just assume she's not older than 30. Because the comment she made to the restaurant manager or lady who's at Roscoe's, who is black, she told her, you ought, you know, you ought to be against the stance from, you know, for wearing masks because 60 years ago, you couldn't eat in the same restaurants that I'm able to eat in. Now, if that's not a privileged statement, I don't know what that is. But again, I'm going to go off to the fact that this girl is probably now over than 30. So how, so she, but she's going to pull that card even though she doesn't know shit about it. All she knows is what she's heard, right? 
So it's just that that part of ignorance being mixed in with people wanting to take a stand on wearing a mask or not wearing a mask is just crazy. And and all that to me is it's inciting violence because again, it's you're either strong to the left or strong to the right, and the people who are strong or not wearing it are provoking. They're pro- it's not a protest in rights. It's a protest to provoke. That's all I've seen. Okay. So, what you guys got? Bro, white people want to feel <laughs> so, like, they want to feel like they've had to work for some shit. You know what I mean? Like, golly, it's, just, it's ridiculous, you know, to not have any concept of what they're trying to equate this to is just it's so stupid it's hilarious to me because to think that you can equate wearing a mask which does not infringe on anybody's civil liberties you know what i mean like this shit isn't keeping you from voting um wearing a mask isn't keeping people from you know, being able to just live their life, you know, like actually live your life. I'm saying they want to like these people that are doing this, they want to feel a certain, they want to feel a certain way because they've never had to feel that way. You know what I mean? They, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's ridiculous and it's embarrassing because you literally have other countries looking at us right now, like, Oh, This is supposed to be a world superpower, and they just got, you know, people acting a fool like this. Like, it's it's lame (laughs) that we've just continued to be a joke. Like, that's that's where we're at. Right. Absolutely. Go ahead, E. This is happening out in your fields, E. Yeah, I mean, so I shouldn't have said fields. It's happening out in your and your, your topic around my baby. <laughs> way, to, way to keep that thing going. Uh <laughs> Jesus. Right. Uh, no, so just a little background. So that 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 girl, um, uh, her trash ass uh, looks actually, it, it's all for publicity, right? She has a page and she looks out for places to do stuff that is looking, you know, that's going to get the, the notoriety. Everybody knows that that was a, a moment to rile up the crowd because out of all the damn restaurants that you could pick, Roscoe's is not the one that you pick on. Also, Louisiana Kitchen out here do it. That's why she ain't going. She ain't. She ain't on Crenshaw and, and uh, you know, Sam Sepulveda going to you know the the Carolina you know Carolina Kitchen or Louisiana Kitchen either of those. And and to be honest, the funny part was people said you're just you you're just wearing a mask until you get to the table and then you take the mask off anyway. So because it's like it's clearly you're, you're, people in the back. Not wearing masks and eating their food again. Exactly. It's just you. Just you. You said but, it right. But um. But yeah, man. She. So the first time she went, the she went one time, and it was by herself. And then she went again, and that's when she posted about it because she realized that once she had the name and there was a little bit of of her following that saw her, she went back again, and that's where the dude was in there being a little. Like I said, I big. You said it best, right? You're not just pulling up to any Roscoe's. I don't care what, and that location is what you would consider the safest Roscoe's to probably go to yep. outside 
outside of the one at the damn airport because of all the security. But you're not just pulling up to a Roscoe's and not thinking that somehow, some way, some phone calls are going to get made and people are going to show up because they ride for Roscoe's for exactly what it is. It's, it has nothing to – once you break that 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 line of this ain't about who's, whose territory this is in or whose area this is – she 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 stepped over that line and they was like this ain't that place like this ain't your applebee's this ain't your i'm gonna shout out an old ass one bennigan's you dig you know what i'm saying so this it's just not the way to do it but shout again, out to bob's big boy which there's still a few of them out here not over here i'm just so but i mean at the end of the day like i said it, it was a it was a ploy to get some some type of reaction that she knew what she was doing as far as the name because again there there's a bunch of other names that she knows damn well that that ain't gonna it ain't even gonna fly you're not even gonna get that close to the damn door if you go into the one in Long Beach yep. let, let alone the one in the hood so you know it it it's strategic she does it and it's just bullshit because what it does is like you said it fuels the fire of the people that are like her to be like oh yeah we are gonna go because look she got to the front door. Don't don't let that no. get it twisted. You still get beat upside your head. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody who worked in a Roscoe's has definitely got at least one felony charge. <laughs> but look, and the guy she was with, that's what I say. It's all provoking because the restaurant, you're recording me, right? They're recording the lady who, who works there, the the, um, the employee, and she gets close. And the guy's like, "Oh, you touch me! You touch me! I'm, I'm, you know, that's assault. That, you know." So he's he's provoking, he's provoking this. You know, you touch me. Oh, you touch my camera. You can't touch me like that. Like, why are you here? You know, this is not protesting. You're complaining. That that that's not pro. Like, this is this is all about follows because we're in a generation of follows trending. Uh, what you know, and just just being all over the internet. These aren't these aren't real stances. You pick Roscoe's chicken and waffles to to make a protest or a stance for not wearing a mask. This is right after they were done. They were like, "Yo, let's check the analytics from what the live was like." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's it's totally calculated, totally playing on the idea that these motherfuckers just want to be <laughs> oppressed for something. <laughs> that's funny, uh, but like, dude, it's. You know, it's it's funny how calculated this shit is because you know that it's not coming from even a sincere place. Like it's literally just trying to get views and you know attention to you know their social media or whatever. Because uh, you guys are both right. That's the age that we're living in right now. Yep, absolutely. Um, let's just. Yo, shout out to Sean Xavier. You look another another uh part of the fam from the hot tea podcast. Again, they celebrated their 49.5 uh episode tonight. They went live for International Podcast Day. And next week there's a secret location which I've been privy to, uh, where they're going live at uh for the 50th episode. And I'm just saying, get your money together because singles will be flying. Let me stop. I'm not I'm not gonna put that out there. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just, I've been teasing them that, that it was going to be at, you know, a place like that. But who knows? And we'll, you know, I'm waiting for the location. Um, maybe we can make something happen and drop by. Uh, what we got up next? So this right here. That, that young fellow right there, uh, Josh Gordon. Me and CB kind of talked a little bit throughout uh, a couple of days ago about this. 
Uh, and Josh Gordon, I didn't even realize he was out of the league again until the story started coming back. He's going to be reinstated into the league again. And now he's going to go to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming at this point um, to try to attempt to win a ring. Do they need help at receiver bad enough to get Josh Gordon? Not really. He's a good diversion to have, but um, they still got Kelsey and they still got um, Tyreek. So, but anyways, my question is, and and this is the Brown kicking in right here. <laughs> How many chances does this nigga get? Nice. How many? Because last time I checked, every every year we talk about Josh Gordon being reinstated. Yeah, I mean, we, I think we we might have talked about this before. I feel like because it's come up every year at some point in time. Uh, his his nickname is uh, can't get right because there's nothing that this fool <laughs> he he can't manage to put a full year without getting in trouble. And it's like this is what I was talking about. This is the comment that I made earlier, right? As soon as the the league is going on, everybody's fine. But as soon as the motherfuckers ain't ain't playing. All the shit that they get into, like you said, they either go back to the crib, they go hang with they, you know, the boys that they used to hang out with, and they get in trouble. And it's just like, this is the epitome of, bro, you've had too many chances. And I and you hate to say that because you really want him to get help. But him him him, him going him going to the to the different substance abuse places and still and only just to get reinstated to go right back. It's like, bro, after every game, you need to be going to A. Man, the, this damn Sopranos was on. And and Christopher was going to the AA meetings while he was right there next to Tony talking about I got an AA meeting. So it's like he he was dedicated to the cause. I mean, he fell off the wagon, but still, you know what I'm saying. He was at least dedicated during you know his time at position of soldier that you know he was still going to these meetings. It, it clearly no, like you can't sit there and be like, bro, I am going to f this bag up before six months is out. I am going to play four or five games. And I'm going to somehow want this thing to, like, really hang over me. It, it, it don't that's work. A, what does he have in the league to allow him to keep coming back? And that's, a, I mean, we you knew the guy. Jerry Jones. <laughs> we knew the guy was an, he's an incredible talent. Like, he's a once-in-a-lifetime talent, or at, at some point he was. Um, but I, I don't know how many chances this guy gets, seriously, because he keeps messing up his chances. And that's why I asked CB earlier. I was like, do you think what drug do you think it is? Because he it can't he cannot be over marijuana because it has to be something stronger than that. But you know, CB pros the point that the fact that they keep letting him back, it ha- it can't be no more than that. You know, and now that the league has a relaxed policy on marijuana, I mean, maybe this is why he's back again. Go ahead, CB. Yeah, I think that um until he shows that physically he cannot make a difference, then he'll stop getting chances. But, you know, it's everyone still remembers in 2013, this dude played 14 games. He played for one of the most terrible teams in the league at the time. And this dude came out of nowhere with 1,600 yards and nine touchdowns. That's what everyone remembers. He's a physical freak. This is the same. The way that he's built is the same way that, you know, guys like um, Andre Johnson and Calvin Johnson and Julio Jones, DK Metcalf, he's a physical freak. So until he shows that he like can't make a difference, 
then he'll stop getting chances. But the thing is, for me, is that for the Chiefs, it it's a low risk move because they don't it's not like they have to give them any kind of significant money probably getting like the vet minimum <laughs> or whatever right no nah, exactly True, sean right? that's real that's some real shit like as long as you don't kneel if you can still play they're gonna give you a chance but i mean for you know go ahead see my back no nah, i was just gonna say that i think that for for the Chiefs, this is also the same team that last year, like over the last couple of years, they brought in aging veterans, LaShawn McCoy, Le'Veon Bell, guys that, you know, were great years ago. They have some name value, probably can add some value on the field, but they're not bringing him in to be a game changer. They already got TK and, um, and uh, uh, Tyreek. You know, but yeah, you can always use the help. And who are they to turn away a dude that the upside is ridiculous? And for them, it's really no risk. So I th- like I was telling you, Kaleo, I think that if it was anything worse, then he probably wouldn't keep getting these chances because he physically probably wouldn't be able to. But literally, if y'all listen to Calvin Johnson talk about uh, how he got through his playing days, this dude said that he smoked after every game. And Calvin never got in trouble as far as getting suspended. He was a model citizen. Or... He would never even Hall of Famer, him. Hall of exactly. Famer. So you know, it, it's it's one of those things where there's probably a lot of layers to it that, and it goes deeper than what we know. But I mean, this dude, they're still looking at him like he's still a talent, so he's still going to keep getting chances. And, Listen, okay, that... real quick, E. The thing is, I don't mind going after the the aging talent with the name or whatever. But this is not where they need help at. Their defense is trash. They need they needed to to I mean lock in Richard Sherman as, as hard as they need to go after him hard as possible. But I mean we know where he ended up going. But their defense is what the issue is. They can score as long as you got Mahomes, you still got Kelsey, you still got Tyreek, and I mean you got uh Hardman as the other receiver, and you I mean there's always a chance. I mean, they're putting up points. They're putting up points without them. Scoring is not the issue. They need to stop everybody else from scoring on them. Go ahead, yeah. I, but also, you got to remember, their whole offensive line is brand new. It's a whole new offensive line than what they had last year. So, And I know to some that might not mean nothing, but th- that in itself, you know what I'm saying, with that type of that type of offense, you got to have that cohesiveness in that, front, in that front line and make it happen. But outside of that, like, you, you mentioned Calvin Johnson, right? The way that that works is after he he said after every game he did it, right? But guess where he did it? In the confines of his home, right? Not right. where you're out and about, not with your boys where it's going to be somebody's going to videotape you or record it or somebody's going to snitch on you because you're out there doing it. He was smart enough and probably his, his crew was like, bro, we got you. We'll go handle the stuff. You be at the crib. You relax. That's all it is. Like it's just it's it's about being smart about that, man. Because like you say, he's too much of a talent to not get that. And the people that are around him should even get even more backlash for allowing this to still be going on and haven't figured out how to get him to settle down or at least be like, bro, do you realize how many millions that you have literally given up just because you want to just because you want to do this this one thing, man? Come on, dog. 
But how bad is it to keep getting kicked out the league for the league for weed? That's why. I, that's why I was. I mean, that's why I always thought it was something harder than that. But you know, CB made some good points. Uh, I mean, we. I still don't know to this day what Bill Parcells caught Quincy Carter doing. To to I mean, Cowboys were on a roll that year, and he didn't give two shits about where they were going because Quincy's problem was bigger than it was was not going to be bigger than the team. He let him go. And Vinny Testaverde or Chad Hutchinson was the quarterback the rest of that year. But I'm just, I mean, look, demons are real. And if this guy wants to, if he just wants to keep coming back to the league to fund his his issues, you know, he's 30. He's not going to be that much of a difference maker. And he hasn't played in almost two seasons, right? Last team he played for was Seattle. And he, he may have made it, or was it the Patriots? It was one of those two. And he I, may but you're have right, made, I don't remember. He may have made it through the season. But, but I, I, there's no. I mean, again, like, like you said, CB, there's low risk. You know, he he could still be a threat. He could come, you know, command a double team, perhaps. But we'll we'll see where he gets with that. Um, I mean, he's thirty. Also, we can keep that in mind. Like he's still, right. like from a receiver standpoint, you're you're not over the hill yet at thirty, like you are as a running back considered in the league. But yeah, now they're um, ready to shoot you out, take you out the pastures and yeah. shoot you. And but like exactly. and like we were talking about earlier in Absolutely, the week, I'm, Sean. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the biggest problem for these dudes is that they know when a test is coming, like they're actually told in advance when the test of is coming. It's the do. same thing when kids get popped at the combine because you get tested at the combine. So when dudes get popped at the combine, it's like you knew that this date was going to be here and they were going to test you you. like that's, that's why it's the red flag, not because you're doing it, but because you can't like stop yourself from doing it in the times where you need to stop for the team to make an investment in you. Right. So, you know, I mean, I'm hoping that, you know, he's able to stick it out and he's, you know, he's, you know, past his demons and everything, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. We'll see. All right. Um, shout out to Mason Peoples. This is to bring this less rap to close on on a, on a on a good note. Mason Peoples, right? My man right here. Uh, he went viral or he was trending this week because this was his school photo he took. He refused to take his mask off because his mom told him to always keep it on. And that's real. And that goes to show you that Yes. I mean, he's listening to his mother. His mother telling him not to do something, and he's, he's not going to do it. And they said at some point, the photographer's like, it's okay, take your mask off. It's going to be okay. No, my mom told me not to take it off, ever. Well, no, it's okay. Just her photo. No, nah, she's going to find out. I'm not taking it off. And this, this is a stance. This is a stance to keep your mask on. He stood against it. He didn't get violent. He told you his beliefs. He told you why he wasn't doing it, and he stuck to it. And this is his picture in the yearbook. This guy is going down as a hero. Go ahead, hey, A. Hey, shout out to that shirt he got on, because I damn sure think I had that same shirt. And it's probably at that age and that background is, is definitely vintage. That background is that life, that, that life touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But no, I mean that's that's what it is. This is that this is that first indication of the difference from you know a certain household and when you're told to do something 
And regardless of you could do something else because everybody, all the other kids are, but you can tell this kid listens to his moms and understood. He understood the assignment as far as I bet not see you with your mask off or get told that you didn't have your mask on. So absolutely is what it is. Shout out to the little dude. Yep. And I love how, um, when they interviewed his mom about it, she was like, you know, I love that he was, he was listening. Um, <laughs> there you go. Over yeah. Over Mills. Mills. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it back. Um, but I love how his mom was like, yo, I probably could have been more clear on that day, <laughs> you know, that, you know, it was okay and everything, but shout out to little man, dude. Cause, um, I mean, E it sounds about white. Like you're right. There's <laughs> two different families. Um, one kid is, you know, probably calling in child protective services on his parents when they take his Xbox away. Um, and our man, our man right here is listening to his mama. So shout out to him. Absolutely. And real quick. So remember who remembers those creepy, um, pictures they used to make us take with the double image. They had us facing forward. Then it was one like kind of like shadowish over your top of your shoulder, looking to the left. How creepy were those fucking photos? That's just those, some creepy. Those joints are so funny now. Yeah, nowadays you look at it. All right, I tell you what's not creepy. Now oh, wait a minute, that's not it. Wait, wait a minute. I tell you what's not creepy. DC Shopify, right? Save 10% this weekend. Now, if you ain't got nothing else to do, there's a lot of college football on this weekend. There's uh, pro football. I don't, and there's UFC every Saturday night. And what better to do or to have to eat is DC Shopify. Save 10%. Use the uh, WRC10 code. Uh, go down there and see Grant and all those wonderful people at DC Shopify. Try it. Look, I'm trying to tell you. If you haven't had the deep dish pizza yet, there you go. They're known for their deep dish. They've got steak and cheese. They've got the salmon pesto. They've got stra um, strawberry shit. they got pepperoni and uh, sausage. Whatever you want. Try it. But then also, the deep dish is too much for you. Look, they got the new flats. they got the Northwest Georgetown, which is a tribute to Northwest D.C. It's, the, it's a hero pizza. Some people say gyro. Some people say gyro. Then they got the Southeast Big Chair fried chicken and mambo sauce flat. Like, come on now. I've had both of these. They're amazing. And to top it off, drop the bomb bread pudding. Amazing. 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 So this weekend or any weekend or any day, doesn't have to be the weekend. Uh, it just can't be Monday, Sunday or Monday because Grant is also a pastor and he's got church stuff to do. So hit up DC Shop Uh They're in the Compare Foods uh, over at Marlboro Pike. Save 10%. We are sub, uh, WRC 10 code. Uh, let's go through some of these comments. What we got here? Mark, yep, all these above pictures. Oh, yeah. And so, look, shout out to Dave. Dave gave DC Shop a shout out to earlier. Uh, he said that um, he and his wife, um, they ordered the pizza and thinking, you know, for the family, they were going to get the extra, you know, the extra large one. That's what they needed. It, the extra large stood under, it still stands undefeated. People go in thinking that, you know, no, he, he talked about how they had to tap out at the last piece. So you can't beat that. So, again, they got a great product over there. If you haven't had it yet, try it.
Yeah, that, that never gets old. Alrighty. This is gonna piss this is gonna piss I know at least one person off. Um mm-hmm. it just is what it is. Um I, I'm I'm about violence today, you know. Uh recently just a lot of stuff has just caused me to just really want the violence. As everybody can see from last episode, I was ready to fight everybody that was up that was about dumb shit. So um but he's my brother. I love him to death. And, you know, he's just going to have to want to fight me about it. But this is real simple and straightforward. And there's just no there's no need for a lot of context behind it. But this week's Is It Just E is uh, Is It Just E or the number two Jordan is the most trash ass Jordan possible. Shit looks like a damn orthopedic shoe that somebody at an old folks home is wearing. It just I don't care what colorway they come out with. The shit is terrible it looks dumb it looks funky it, it looks like they just was like that's like mike well that we don't we don't know what we have the first one was super dope for this to be the follow-up after the number one this is the this is actually and, and that's the reason why this is the worst one this is the worst silhouette after the dopest one of the dopest shoes that he has and again, I know the one is a debate. There's a lot of people that really don't like ones, which, you know, all of those people, you know, are going to burn in, in hell. Uh, but really, if you look at it now, granted, yes, we can talk. And I know Clay is going to get real specific with it as far as everything after probably the 18s, let alone the 19, 19s were straight, the 20s. All, ain't nobody worry about those. Anything that was after the whole 23, you know what I'm saying, uh, number, number wise, we're not talking about that. We are talking about this is <laughs> this is it. This is just what it is. Uh, this is the worst fucking shoe possible that he has. I feel like I gotta go before Kaleo goes because <laughs> um, we know <laughs> me and he both know what side of the uh, argument. Hold on, hold on, CB. Let me fix this real quick. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, I've said it before. Uh, the twos are not my favorite uh, out of the lineup. And he brings up a great point about you have the one, which is iconic. And Daniel, what's up, brother? You know, I followed it up with the two. And was the two also Tinker? Was was because I'm not sure. I just don't understand how like out of the first 10, just using the first 10 silhouettes, the second one is the only one that I'm like, yeah, not get that out of here. Um, I know that the off whites are coming out and the only reason why going after them is because Someone will be willing to pay way more money for them than I would be willing to pay for them. Um, yep. Tank came thank you, B. Um, and that's like, and I, I think that if the two had been more successful, maybe Tinker wouldn't have had to have gotten involved. You know what I mean? Like maybe that would have never happened. Who knows? But for me, um, the two is a Jordan silhouette that I, uh, I can always pass on it for me personally. Nice. Please run okay. the comments. Run the comments because I know I'm not the only one that think these are the trash ass shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, the, the, the two is 
we've talked about this before. The two is definitely it's a you got to have a taste for it, right? Um, a lot of people don't like them because they're heavy. Um, and the design is probably a lazy design, right? But to me, my God, if I would know, we were, or I didn't know we were doing this one. I should have pulled my twos out. Um, there was a, the that black and infrared colorway is dope. I mean, I, I don't know why I'm connected to them. And then the lows, these lows right here are actually pretty, pretty dope to me. Uh, I, I'm not gonna run out and get them, but I can see myself pairing this in an outfit, right? That's all about division, right? You can rock anything. Put some black laces in those. Oh my god, these things are crazy. Um, but yeah, it's not my favorite silhouette by far. Um, again, I mean, but where do we cut off silhouettes at? Most people cut the silhouette off at what the 15, 16? Around that range, yeah. Right. So out of one to to the 16, these are not the worst ones. They're not. Because to this day, I don't like the um what's your favorite one, C B? I like the fourteens. The low. Those are the real the low ones too, right? The black and red last shots. Uh the 14? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like the fourteen. Is that the Yeah, those you... last shots? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't like I don't no, like this. Are you are you meaning that you're taking the twos over those? Over the over last shot. Last I was never a big fan of the last shot. I didn't say they weren't dope. I just I was never a big fan of the last shot. Sean, uh, be easy. Like all of y'all, I need y'all to go ahead and put in your application so that we can go <laughs> ahead get him up out of here because that Look, is blasphemy that he would even say that. Like for real? Come I'm on. I'm just God. saying. I'm, I'm just not a big fan of the last shot. That that out of all out of the sixteen silhouettes. That one is not the best one. It's not rocking. So, like, if we're gonna go that, I mean, that just wasn't my favorite out of the, out of sixteen different shoes. That's not come on. The he got games and, are better than the last shots. And to be clear, if I was ever gifted a pair of twos, I'm not gonna not accept them. Like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the gift. It's just you know I'm not going out there um, waiting in line. You wouldn't you wouldn't catch me at a release or something like that. You know, like waiting out waiting in line, getting up early, camping out. You know, right? No, I got you. Okay, I mean, that's, it is what it is. I mean, but sure, is, you can rock them. Like, I, I know you can put. Are a you taking together. a pair of twos or a pair of mids over twos? I'm not wearing shit. I wear my socks. You lying <laughs> shitty. You lie. You, <laughs> if you had a choice, yo. Oh, no, I'm, I'm being, this is this is the one. Like like CB said, if somebody were to give me a pair of twos, then I would keep them. But I am not purchasing a pair of twos because there's nothing behind it that's gonna that's gonna tell me these are dope on my foot. They look like shit. We'll see how people rock these off whites. Hey, here we go. All right, CB. Uh, let's get at it. So um, for this week's Soul Swap, uh, news going on in the sneaker world that we feel like um, all of our homies need to be aware of. 
if you guys remember um, mm -hmm. earlier in the pandemic, there was the news how Jordan Brand was committing a hundred million dollars over ten years. Yes, yeah, help like um, like the subscribe button. Thank you, yeah. um, where they were uh, donating, they were investing a hundred million dollars over ten <laughs> years to the uh, black communities, right? Yeah, and so. This, um, they announced uh, one of the first parts of that, you know, a million dollars going into, um, it's 18 different uh, communities, I want to say, mm -hmm. um, you know, different, different uh, nonprofits. Uh, and it's, you know, it's awesome because they're, we at Jordan brand over the years, we know, because Jordan, the man himself, spent a lot of time during his playing career, not necessarily taking a stance one way or the other um, on a lot of things. Cause you know, hard to sell shoes when you're being political. However, you know, they're with a lot of stuff that's gone over um, in the black community more recently, uh, probably over the last decade or so, there's been a lot more money that Jordan's put yeah. into the community and um when we had a lot of this racially charged stuff that had been going on um, over the last couple of years, uh, you know, they've stepped up and they're they're putting the the money where their mouth is. And this is one of the the first starts to that. So um, wanted to shed some light on it. And obviously, when it's one of our favorite brands, yeah, we just had fun talking about the twos. But we know the jo Jumpman Jordan brand is one of our favorite brands. Um, and this is the kind of stuff that we want to be. Be, be seeing you know yeah. our favorite brands helping out their communities and stuff absolutely shout out sean uh happy international podcast day brother um i'll, I'll take this one first uh I, I think this a lot of this is one first of all this is, is excellent excellent news great positive story um i think mike during the last the last dance documentary a lot of the spotlight was brought to him on the the comment of Republicans where that you know shooting like Jordans too, right? And he never took a stance one way or another. He was always even keel, like you never knew. And I think that it's all about now, you know, I mean he's our his career his NBA career is done. His shoes are still gonna sell regardless. He knows that. So it's time to pay it for it also kind of maybe start cleaning up some of the the stuff that he could have done back in the day. And this is amazing. Um, just put money into communities where, because it's, it's a, it's a, it's a rising trend right now. Race. I mean, racism is still alive very much. So, uh, and what bigger thing to do by the, the biggest shoe brand or sneaker seller in history to, to come out here and make a stance and, and donate. So congrats. This is a great story. So sure. I don't really have much to say about it. Um, other than this is, you know, what this is that, that the, the actual finish of the sentence that we all look for when people say they're donating to something, right. It's, you know, where is it going? And then it's, this is how it's being distributed and how it can, you know, help that, that situation out. Um, and while we're here talking about donating or giving out to where what is owed or what is due, uh, right now we're also waiting for a judge, which I think is that part is hysterical, on to uh, I guess weigh on whether or not the people of Black Wall Street should get their land back. 
And I find it funny because it's a judge making a decision for people who were there or not there about right. it, about which is about as most evident it's as possible. Case. Right. To get it back. I will say, though, we did get a win. Uh, the uh, out here in Cali, uh, Bruce's Beach was handed back yep, to the right. So big time. Again, awesome. Um, it's one of those things. And like I said, I don't mean to take away from the Jordan moment, but it, it's one of those things where you realize like, the legacy and the brands that you build or that you have for your family, um, you know, that's what you look to to keep, you know, uh, your lineage and, and what, what you want going on. There's so many other places that are land that should be given back to the rightful owners. And, uh, you know, they just wipe it off the map as if it was never there. So, uh, but shout out to Jordan for really like holding up to his end of the bargain and actually identifying where the money's going. Yep, absolutely. Long overdue. All right, CB. Um, what we got for that copper drop. So um, this is technically for the ladies. This is a ladies release uh, that's coming out next month. We're anticipating a sneakers drop on October seventh. But these are the Bluebird Fives. Um, a very icy UNC vibe to these. Um, Fives, unlike the twos for me, I love the fives. Um, and when you have any kind of UNC type shoe, yep. if it's got the jump man on it, that's just going to be extra fire. So um, luckily for me, it's not that hard to cop a woman's size because um, they made the conversion for a 10 in men's. So um, that that's easy. The 11 and a half in women's is always available. It's always offered. I'm not going to say it's always available. It's always yeah, they, offered. They, they stopped making my size available. <laughs> it sucks. Go ahead. Yeah. You got to go to like the team stores and stuff like that or whatever. Yep. But um, these are, they're going to be, uh, it's standard five prices. I want to say, I think they're one ninety. Um, but yeah, I will, I'll, I'm going to be attempting to get these. These are, these are fire as far as I'm concerned. That's yeah. These yeah. are definitely like, like you said, that silhouette is crazy. And if you can get real funky with the laces to match that, any that laces silhouette, go with that. Yeah. That's crazy. That, that's going to be, that's going to be a, uh, that's going to be a hard ass shoe for real. Uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would cop. If I had opportunity to, and for, I didn't know these were for the ladies because when you showed the pictures, I was like, oh, these weren't on my radar. I didn't even know these were existing. That's, That's probably because right. I didn't see these. But uh, these are dope. Uh, yeah, I wish they made thirteen available in um, in sizes, but I guess they don't because that convert down to like eleven and a half, twelve. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Uh, shoe and tail. I'll go first because I'm not really. I'm, so my point for this shoe and tail is. Everything don't have to be a hitter. It's just how you style it and how you make, how you feel about it, how you rock it. So, these are a pair of shoes I got from Famous Footwear. All right, the name drop. Yep, Adidas. You know, blah blah blah, whatever. Nothing fancy in the box. Uh, but again, it's all about how you rock it. And these are. Hey, why are you looking at that real quick? Somebody asked, "What was the price? What was the price drop for the fives? Uh, one ninety. One ninety. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, these are the Chaos Adidas joints. Nothing. They got the cloud. Um, cloud foam 
Souls, which mm-hmm. is dope. Feels good. Um, it's like a infrared, almost pink color. Nothing, nothing like you know, standing line about these. But again, this stuff is a basic a sneakerhead. Look, everything is in a sneakerhead's closet is not stuff you got to stand in line for or pay double retail for. It's about how you rock it, how you make it feel. And this is a basic ass Adidas that's not hard to find. And it's white. Like, I, I really don't have, really have a pair of white shoes, but there you go. There's no, um, uh, what's the stuff? The the glow stuff. Oh, there's the 3M? No, there's no 3M. There's nothing fancy. <laughs> but yeah. So, all right. But yeah, something, something comfortable, something to rock. I'll go next because, uh, actually, that was, that was my focus of this week's shoot was, um, I had posted a picture of uh, some uh, some nasty brown dunks that, God, that colorway to me is all, it's still going to be official. Like, I don't know too many people who had that colorway. Uh, but in the end, I've just been on my dunk run because I've been taking a lot of L's on the sneaker out for dunks. I just figured, let me just throw out all my dunks that I've been that I've been using or that I've been wearing. This is a shoe that I have. Uh, I've worn like maybe once or twice. It's definitely one of those. It ain't for everybody, and I'm okay with it. And it's definitely not that expensive, but it was a shoe that I liked. So here it is. Unfortunately, like I said, some people wouldn't rock with it. Definitely says dunk on the back of it. And it's definitely Flynet. But guess what? This shoe <laughs> like the motherfucker. And this goes super dope with a track outfit when you are definitely low key and you still got that good Nike check on the side of your shoe and it looks fly. Yeah, no, it's dope. I, get, I mean, I guess that's what Soul Tales is all about. Shout out to Soul Tales because I, it's stuff about sneakers that, you know, sneaker heads are just the culture that you wouldn't think about. Everything isn't about standing in line. It's also the feeling of being a sneakerhead. Like, you know, if you're addicted to sneakers, Anything would turn you on about a sneaker that I mean, a lot of people will overlook. Very right. true. Yep. All right, CB, bring us home. All right. Um, these also, so these, I'm going to say they're a little bit more, I don't want to say these are hype because they're not hype, but um, there's name association with these. Uh, but you can get these for actually below retail. Um, you go to StockX. Uh, you can get them for below retail, but yep, no, this the is, uh, never gets old. Oh, oh the box. Come on, come on now. These are the most recent, the chalk white uh, NERD uh, and uh, HUNMDs. Um, nice. So nice. I don't know if the, the webcam's really picking it up real well, uh, but it's I got NERD it. on the on the right shoe. Do 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 you have the black ones too? I do have the black ones, yeah. Okay, I think I remember you. Um, and they come with uh, additional laces. It's because wow. you got kind of like this baby blue mm-hmm. bottom, and it's kind of like, yeah, the same baby blue teal, like secondary laces and stuff. Um, but you know how Pharrell gets, he always gets busy with this stuff. So um, what? I was, I, another another confirmed, <laughs> confirmed giving me a dub when uh, I can't get one on, on sneakers to save my life. I mean, let's just be honest. 
Pharrell and Nigo are killing the A2 run with Nike with Adidas. Um he had he's had at least four types of Adidas drop within the last month. He's got the all NMDs, uh he's got the ultra boosts. Um then he's got like those those um like moccasin looking ones, and he's yep. got like a, a, his own. I mean, the dude is everybody knows Pharrell, Pharrell is a, probably one of the truest icons when it comes to being a sneakerhead because he brings fashion into it as well. And he's had so many different phases and looks of his of just his run. And right now, I mean, like, the dude is what in the mid forties, and like he's just killing culture of just being a sneakerhead and fashion at the same time. So I want to thank everybody for watching. We had a nice crowd in here tonight. If you haven't liked and subscribed to the channel, please do that. Like and subscribe to like this video. Um yeah we're here every Thursday uh 930 ish we'll try to get back on the uh, 930 hard count. Um we got Soul Tales coming up so Soul Tales is our, our sneakerhead show where we just talk about the culture this is different aspects as you learn tonight about being a sneakerhead. Everything doesn't have to be a winner to everybody else. It's about how you feel when you wear it. Right? Man, about being comfortable too, because sometimes the most comfortable shoe is not the most appealing shoe out there. But give me one thing, everybody, for watching. Um, wear your masks. Um, there's a big fight going on now in the in, in NBA about should players be vaccinated or not? Uh, that's that's a really good debate. I mean, and we, for a while, we didn't know LeBron's status. And for some point, for some reason, we finally found out this week his his vaccination, his vaccine status, um, which may try, you know, which may mean something to certain people because LeBron is still the face of the league for now. But I don't know. But got to do something. Be safe. Be smart out here because... Delta variant or other variants are still out here and very real. Yes, uh, sir. What we got going on right here? They glowing, yeah. Those joints sold out too. Let me and, okay, but real quick. I mean, this that can be a, a good soul sales conversation, but to to me, Kanye's gap run is trash. It's not good. They're still selling out of everything. They're selling out that puffy ass trash bag jacket. Selling out midsummer is ridiculous. That hoodie that just looks like it just it looked like this is the Gordon Gar trail line. Like it, it nothing, it, it's all off. Like the the waistline stops at a certain point, the sleeves are longer, the hood is even longer. <laughs> like and these are just and, and but you know what? Respect to him because he's making it and people are buying it. Yep. So uh, but that's it. You know, thank you guys for watching. We are something else. Peace. Peace.